Drink of Ages radio show is brought to you by Wild West Brewfest, happening November 3rd through 5th at Typhoon Texas Water Park in Katy. Three days of badass events and lots of great beers to try. Voted the number one beer fest in North America for multiple years in a row, Wild West Brewfest is a great time. Live music, games, food, and a whole lot of beers from the best breweries. Actually, over 500 beers from over 60 breweries. Get tickets now at wildwestbrewfest.com. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. He's Tom Painter, CJ Muskrush, the producer. I am John Denman, and uh, we're back. We're, we're we're back from Denver. We're back from. Well, you you're back from an, a big long road trip. Uh-huh. I came back from Denver on Saturday night. And normally I stay five days at least, but I'm dead on the fourth day. <clears throat> so the fifth day I'm trying to recover from the hangover from the day before. So this time I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come back early and skip this hangover. And also there was a concert Saturday night that I wanted to go to. <laughs> the problem was I didn't really escape the hangover too much. But <clears throat> on the way home, on the way home, and I was on the plane and it was hot and I was hungry. And all I kept thinking about was fajitas because Denver, although they have improved a lot on the food that you eat there because first like we first started going there snowboarding and stuff 20 some odd years ago you can get a good burger you can get a good steak but anything else outside of that just really wasn't that good and now so they have all this good better food but mexican food right it, or it, tex-mex doesn't exist anywhere outside of texas no matter if they call it tex-mex or outside of houston really but <clears throat> so landon land called Kelly, my wife, and I was, she was like, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? I'm like, meet me at Papacitos. <laughs> and and it, it just made, it, it was like, go to a concert or go see the wife and eat Papacitos. And that's, I chose, I chose Papacitos. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's much better than like, uh, like uh, for you than me, because uh, I've been on the road for two weeks. I was able to meet up uh with uh, DJ Muskratch and uh, John, John in Denver, where we had an amazing show with the founders of, of Dogfish Head and Sam Adams, and it was just it was it was a wild time. That was a that was a fun one. So, and then we, I've, been, I've really been on the road ever since, and now now here we are, Counter Common. Yeah, you got home today. I got home like two hours ago. <laughs> so so now I'm just like right back in it, and uh, now we are at Bel Air's first brewery. <laughs> Historic, Counter Common Beer Works, yeah, and Jaime Robles, Dennis Ree, hanging out. How's it going? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, thanks for coming. Man, it's good to be here. Uh, we first time we stopped in was the uh, what well, was like it was a, a pre-opening soft, yeah, soft, soft opening, opening party. Yeah. Oh yeah, and back in uh, July. In July. I don't even know. Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it was like three years ago in July. <laughs> yeah, right. It goes that way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I bet for you guys. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely <laughs> that way. You know, for, like so. Uh, so I'm a I'm a partner over at Blood Brothers, and then and there was and w- which is in the same center, uh, which is amazing because uh, there's an article that was released today in the Houston Chronicle, 
that was highlighting like you know Bellers on the rise and, and, and it highlighted uh you guys and blood and then a couple other places but it's a while back i was being uh a friend of mine and was like hey let's go to blood brothers nah, 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 nah. we go there all the time so we went to uh what is it anti-pasta Anti- uh, anti-pasta yeah, anti-pastas. yeah, anti-pastas. yeah like and we're, and we're sitting there and uh and then I'm, I'm i'm just like we're talking we're on the patio then i look over and i see these giant fermenters <laughs> and i'm just like wait a second and my friend's like what are you looking at like what's going on i was like sure fermenters what 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 the hell what the hell is it there's like and one then, thing and, shaped like that yeah. and then and then he was just like oh maybe it's like a dry cleaners and i give him the look of like <laughs> you know, like I was like, a dry, I was like, and then I'm, then I'm like looking through the window. I'm like, like what is this? What is this? I have a friend that's the, that's the city manager uh, for Bel Air. I'm like, is there a brewery opening up in and and then uh, stir shit? And then I come to a, a few months later, and uh, a lot of hard work is like this place is pretty. There's not like a place like it really in Houston, and certainly nothing like it in Bel Air at all. No, no, you're absolutely right. Whenever you told me about it, I was went over to Blood Brothers to have lunch. And so I walked over to look, and I was looking in the window. And I was like, man, no, this is not just some little half-assed, you know, we're going to put a brewery in this little this place, and uh, we're a brewery, you know, kind of thing. I was, I was like, man, this place is looking pretty legit. And, man, it's, it, it's kind of hard to explain. Well, I mean... We're on the radio, so yeah, we can tell them anything. What it looks like. <laughs> it looks like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You walk into a rocket when you get here. It you does know? have. Speaking this. of that, actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, any Doctor Who fans? You know. No. I'm aware. Well, yeah, I'm you're aware. aware. Okay, <laughs> so you know, one of the things there is, you know, it's bigger on the inside. People walk by and they're like, "Oh, it's so tiny." You know, it's a 26 foot, you know, entrance. But then you walk in, it's this big, gigantic space. It yeah, it, it, yeah. You go. You kind of go down this this uh, uh, killer tunnel, hallway, <laughs> yes. but 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 that hallway, like you you you're looking directly into the brew house, right? You're seeing everything going, mm-hmm. and then I, I've never seen the place with uh, with uh, the doors open, the window, like. Um, uh, but uh, I'm sure with that, just like infinite patio out there, which is. Uh, We've had like the longest summer I think in Houston history, but now that it's finally coming to a close, it's gonna be really nice to open open up those doors. Knock on wood. Yeah, I'm about to say <laughs> thanks a lot, stick. Tom. Two more weeks of summer <laughs> is what's happening. Two more months. Yes, <laughs> two more months. Yes. We had false fall last week. False fall is always followed by two weeks, yes. <laughs> like like a back summer. in the '90s, and, and, and then and then we go we go into fall. Hey, we did we did open the doors during. False, 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 false. Doors to the patio, it, it, and it that was false, false the thing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Everyone's I mean, people, like, "Fall is here." I was like, "Uh huh, false, false." Yeah, people were just, you know, congregating over there, right there, right over our garages, or just to sit. They wanted those tables, most popular tables in the entire place. And, so it was pretty cool. Uh, and then it. when the weather's good, people want to sit. They want to have more beers. They want to get out of the house. All that stuff mm-hmm. kind of goes together. And you probably got a taste of like, all right, this is what real money feels like. Yeah. <laughs> Astros playoffs. I mean, that definitely yeah. helps. Especially when um, there's walk-off homers <laughs> and everybody leaves happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or they're like, okay, let's stay for one more. Instead of just, all right, sign me out. I'm going home. Well, yep. the problem with the Astros games are if they, if they start winning at the very end of the game and everyone's already left. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, like everyone's already given up hope. <laughs> Good thing is, you know, that, that doesn't really happen as much here as it does in other cities. 
you know, other cities, they'll be down by 10 in like the you know, sixth inning, and they're like, okay, we're losing, and then everybody leaves, and there's like 12 people left you know, watching the end because they'd normally lose. But as Astros, man, they just have that, that feeling kind of like 2017 where it's like, oh, they're down by 10? Ah, we'll come back. <laughs> it's just had that, had that vibe going. Uh, the best time of the year is Astros playoff time because that's when the weather starts to get a little bit better. They enter the playoffs, and like it's it's nice to have a good, an actual good sports team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> and as they move on and, and move on and keep winning, by the time the World Series rolls around, you're in jackets. <laughs> you're outside sitting in Houston in jackets. Yeah. But it's like by a fire. But if they, if they didn't great. get into the playoffs, we'd be like, "Boo, what, what, you guys what suck!" Even here. though it's like a, it's a, this, you know, like it's a special thing. It's um, well, that's because we know <clears throat> what we have to look forward to next is the Texans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, once once the Astros are over, then it moves to the Texans and the Rockets. And much as I love basketball, my favorite sport. Oh, we're, we really don't. We're talking more sports just, now than we ever do just, on a show. You just killed. Yeah. You, you just killed the show, John. Oh, uh, man. Back to beer. Those Anyways, <laughs> so, so I'm drinking the old beer. <laughs> I'm drinking the old beer. Texans did win last week. Uh, but, yeah. Did they? Won. Yeah, they did. Oh. I mean, it was it was a weird one. But <laughs> drinking the old beer. Had the Oktoberfest whenever I got here. Uh, really good, man. Oktoberfest is one of my favorite styles of beer. So, uh, we were talking about it. How I was like, it'd be cool. Like I could drink this all year round. It just can't be named Oktoberfest outside of October because nobody drinks it. For sure. But man, it was delicious. And now the all beer, really, really good. Awesome. Uh, I'm drinking the Kolsch, but I know from I know from prior that uh, uh, I had the pills before this. Now I'm drinking the Kolsch. Uh, but I know from prior that the copy paste too was probably next on my list. Yeah. Um, they had the copy paste one when it, like when it came out, and then uh, at one point I was up here uh, with Garrett, the other owner of No Label, and the bartender was like, "Try the copy paste two. Try the copy paste two. And Garrett's like, two is better than one." <laughs> and then it was just copy paste two for the rest of the day. Uh, so, uh, but this is a weird place because I remember like being here the opening night, and the beer's great. But the food is just phenomenal. Thank you. Like, yeah, well, that. we did order at the table, I think, one or two of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens so, a lot. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think there was, I think, what was it? You guys were doing, like, uh, drink all the beer you want and then half-price food or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if it's half-price food, then you had to order double the amount. That's right. Math. I mean, it's just math. Yeah. Well, sure. Math. Uh, and uh, I think we were with Rodney Campbell. and, and, and Which... So I think to, today I'm his number one customer, which means I usually don't have to pay for bills. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just with him, so, you know, it works out for everybody. <laughs> and he knew it, Except too. Rodney. He knew what was happening. He was like, come on, guys. <laughs> but uh, the food's just phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good. Like, So who who's the chef? Like, what's the... So our chef is uh, Chef Ignacio Oliveira. So he's, um, he's a fellow rice owl as well. So up-and-coming chef here in Houston. Um, and he's he's worked in uh, many restaurants, especially that have focused on kind of what we do: Asian inspired and Latin inspired food. So wow. it was a it was a great fit. Um, so our menu is kind of as you were saying earlier, like you know you order two of everything. It's kind of made to be almost like a shareable menu. You know, you order a couple of bowls, a couple of tacos here. You know, you kind of 
sample around. Um, you got obviously some shareable place. You got you can also just be, you know, eat the whole fried chicken yourself. It's it's that delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. The, I mean, the Blood Brothers were the first people that, because I guess they had been coming over here at different times, and and they were like, the food's actually good, <laughs> like like which is high praise for them because because. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, they're very good friends and great business partners, but damn, are they critical? <laughs> like it'll be like this is my mom's stuffing. And it's like, well, your mom needs to go to school and how to cook. I'm like, damn. <laughs> where's your mom? I'll tell her. Except for Terry. Terry will. It's all hugs. The uh, but they they're the first ones to be like go over, like the food is like you know really good. And awesome, awesome. it did not disappoint, that's for sure. <clears throat> no, I mean, but we, we really did eat a little bit of everything oh. that night. And I'm always down for chicken wings, right? It's and beer? Yeah, I mean. Chicken yeah. wings and beer. Just. It's very made in heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it really is. There's not many things else that, well, actually, there's, there's a lot, but not, that's not my favorite the, other than chicken wings and beer. That's. It's a good one. I was actually I was actually over here with the head of the head of Gillies and my sales manager because they were I was, I was telling the story of like uh, uh, before we started the shooting where we were at Blood Brothers and I was like oh let's go to a brewery or whatever and like oh how far is it I was like it's right there and we head over here and what I didn't uh, mention was that we were sitting down one of the guys at Decca actually who owns it oh, actually yeah. works Keith I believe mm-hmm. yeah he Keith, actually yeah. works works over here and then like. He like he just like like shows up and just got kind of like oh Tom oh yeah, so, so, yeah. and then and then uh, I was like say like, what are you doing over here it's like oh I work here in the area I come over here sometimes I was like oh that's cool and then the bartender was like uh, he just puts a beer down that it's like oh you just want to get this thing again and he's like yeah it sounds good I was like so when you said you come here sometimes <laughs> it's, it's pretty often it's like <laughs> like once every other week or so we'll, we'll see him pop in yeah. 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 time it was like man when I got here there was a plant on that chair <laughs> oh that's your special seat yes okay uh-huh. but um, but you know that, uh, that was awesome and then uh, of course I mean this is something we get I mean, we can just dive right into, but like, like Dennis, like your, I mean, your history with like, and, and the people that you know in this industry, it's like mm-hmm. pretty like that, that opening night of like, it was like, oh, there's Casey. And then I remember talking to Aaron being like, ah, oh, I'm supposed to get out there. And you know, like, you know, just like all these people that know you, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> like that you work with who are this who's who of Houston craft beer. Uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely a very tight knit, uh, but also awesome, awesome uh, group group of people in, in Houston. Uh, you know, it's it's just really cool to know the owner of Eureka Heights, and then you know now 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 the, now the brewmaster at, at St. Arnold. So, uh, and also you know you, you have Vince Man, you have Vince Manville at at, at Brash. Of course, that's right. Yep, yeah. yep. So I, I can go on, but like I, I feel like. St. Arnold, you, like it's basically, uh, it's, it's 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 a nice breeding ground for for fu- for future breweries and brewers. Uh, yeah, there, there's some sort of like area. vintage high school class photo with like like Vince and Aaron and like Dennis and Casey that like, <laughs> like, like 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 these are the people that are like part of like this large DNA of like of, of Houston craft beer. It's like wild. I mean, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, Brock definitely bred some uh, good brewers. 
<laughs> no, I don't know if you bred them. That's what he told me. Houston's, Houston's best brewing school. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with that. You know. So he did tell you that. It took about 90 minutes. <laughs> I love Brock, but every time I sit down with him, it's like I'm, I'm about to get like, it's like story time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, when we were, uh, you know, we should tell a story. We might get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, Kevin's already. There was a few times in, in Ubers. <laughs> On that note, let's let's take a break, get some more beers. We're hanging out at Counter Common Beer Works over in Bel Air. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hey all this is Shane with New Magnolia Brewing Company. We are a family-owned and operated brewery located at 1616 Bevis Street. New Magnolia Brewing serves up a high-rotation, high-variety of finely crafted beers. Everything from our award-winning lagers to modern IPAs, funky sours, and of course, classic European styles. Our taproom is open seven days a week, so come enjoy our spacious open indoor taproom or one of our large outdoor seating areas. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at New Magnolia Brewing. Hello everyone, this is uh, Trevor Brown from Lone Pine Brewery, coming at you from Magnolia, Texas, home of Yellow Rose IPA. We're new in cans, I don't know if you've seen, we're now in aluminum, Yellow Rose, Gentleman's Lodge Nitro, Jabberwocky, and Zenos. We'll be doing seasonals and Zythopal releases every quarter. So join us at our beer garden, open seven days a week. We've got live music, food trucks, kids and dogs are welcome as long as they're nice. Find us at LonePine.com, on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks everybody. Hey y'all, this is Andrew, the Mayor Mitchum, owner and brewer at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. Here's the top five reasons you should bring the whole family to come and see us. Number one, air conditioning. Number two, tasty cold craft beer brewed by yours truly. Number three, burgers, tacos, pizzas, and pretzels. Number four, brunch on Sundays. Number five, our cozy, breezy patio. Drop in any day of the week for lunch or dinner. We'll save a table for you. Decca Beer Company off 494 just north of Kingwood is a brewery you should know about and stop by. 20 taps with rotating experimental beers and other excellent beers brewed true to style. Nice air-conditioned tap room for the whole family and a large patio with beer, wine, cider, soft drinks, plus food trucks on site. Also a great place to hold your next event. Tap room is open Wednesday through Sunday and look for Decca Beer Company on tap around the Houston area and check them out online at DeccaBeer.com. That is D-E-C-A Beer.com. They have something for everyone. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers and stouts, definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery, Spindle Tap, that's T-A-P, SpindleTap.com. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. 
You're listening to ESPN 97.5. We are hanging out at Countercom Beer Works over in Bel Air. Jaime Robles, Dennis Ree, they are our guests. We're sitting in the back corner of the establishment. And like we talked about a little bit, you walk in, you kind of walk down. It's, it's like an extended shotgun type place. Mm-hmm. With the dog leg left. It's deceiving because yes. you, see, you go through these two doors and all of a sudden you go down this, this long path. And we mentioned the path before, like you see the brew house and there's a little patio area that can be accessed. But then but then you reach kind of like the tap room space, I guess is the way I would put it. Uh, which is, it just, just keeps on going. It's very and large. I mean, how many seats are in here? Uh, I'd say about, a, about 100 actual seats and then about 22 at the bar. And then I want to say about 36 outside on the patio. So yeah, we can decent amount. So, so who's so where did where did this brewery come from? Like, where's it? Like, I'm aware of more of Dennis's history of being a uh-huh. brewer, but like, where did this whole idea kind of come together? Oh, oh man! So Dennis and I were roommates back in at Rice in college, yeah. and that's kind of where this it's whole these guys from Rice. Place, again. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> Rice, Rice Owls. Yeah. It's like another Rice brewery. And all we do is drink. That's all we do. So back then. Well, you also once a, once a year run naked. Oh yeah. Underwear. <laughs> officially. Yeah, officially. Uh-huh. There's the unofficial. Uh, allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's right. Allegedly. Uh, but yeah, so we were roommates back in the day, you know, and I actually interned at the Anheuser Busch Brewery, you know, there, and that's kind of where I got my first introduction into professional brewing or large-scale brewing and of course i would get you know free beers here from time to time i was of age then so um mm-hmm. and kind of that, that just kind of got got the got the whole thing started one of our friends was into craft brewing you know craft brews back then ipas were too bitter for us we're like what the heck is this and what, what year is this Shoot, 2005 2006 2007 yeah around that time yeah mid 2000s so 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 at the point when there's only one brewery in Houston <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly before the boom yes <laughs> before actually the boom. yes yeah. Yeah. st arnold and maybe, yeah, because uh, all the brew pubs have shut down. Two, two uh, rows around. Two rows yeah, around. Two rows. Uh, yeah. I think Southern Star was on the cusp. Uh, Southern Star comes in 2008. No yep. Label comes in two, uh, 2010. Uh-huh. And then about two, three years later is when the boom begins. Tw- like 2012, mm-hmm. 2013 is when, yep. yeah. when, yeah. the, is when everything Oh, that was, um, man, this is bad. But what was in Rice Village? Two rows. Yeah, two, two rows. rows. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. doesn't yeah. St. Arnold begin to make all their beer for them? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that was uh, that's that was BJ's. Well, that's, okay, that's okay. BJ's. Yeah. Yeah. BJ's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but <clears throat> so yeah, because we used to go to two rows all the time. Like it yeah. was dollar like, pint night on Wednesdays. Dollar pint night Wednesdays that's and right. half price pizza on Mondays. I remember, I remember like going on the escalator upstairs or whatever, that's right. and being like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. funny. We we stumbled across each other yeah. a lot probably back then. Yeah. Yeah. Five I, feel like, I feel like I feel like that's probably true. And you go finish up in you know Rice Valhalla, the pub. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Valhalla. So, Va- even cheaper. Yep. Valhalla is yeah. a special place. Yes. Uh, for what, what for, for those of you who don't know about it, you'll never know. You'll, you'll never, never know. know. <laughs> it doesn't exist. But what what are beers going for right now at Valhalla? Fifty like cents. For, uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. They probably broke the dollar yet. Oh yeah, I think I think it's dollar fifty to two dollars. Inflation finally got it. I think. Yeah, probably finally caught up to them. But yeah, back then it was like eighty-five cents. Yeah, eighty-five cents like, for yeah, uh, five bucks and Ziegenbach, yeah. Shiner, yeah. maybe yeah. Uh, one well, star. I, well, I know, I know, St. Arnold was under the cusp, like providing stuff for him. Like it would all be like, but how do you guys get this crap beer for like dirt cheap? 
Were you a cop? Are you with campus security? What? No, 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 no. No. I'm just a random 35 year old. That's walking to this college bar. Which is perfectly normal. Perfectly normal, by the way. Yeah. You're wearing ASICs, man. <laughs> Get out All right. Of here. All right. Uh, but so, so, 2005. So, right. So then, so then I graduated in 06, then I graduated in 07. You know, we kind of, we had engineering jobs and oil, did our own thing. And then one of our good, good friends, Dan Urchik, which we actually named a beer after, the mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. a Lot Urchik Pale Ale. Right pretty now. damn drinking. good, man. Yep. Um, he got us into homebrewing. So that's why we named that beer Thanks a Lot Urchik. Oh, He's the reason why we're in this mess. Yeah, so, <laughs> we're, so we're basically bring uh, homebrew in in his bathroom, like his bathtub, and also in his kitchen, and just just doing all that stuff. And like honestly, our, our first beers were not that great, um, but we, we learned eventually. We started reading more about brewing. And, so and uh, like bug. most homebrewers, you're like, yes, yeah. so you bring the kid home. You have these really oh, yes. bad instructions. You make beer, like man, this doesn't taste good. Maybe I'll buy a book <laughs> and actually yes. learn exactly what I'm doing. Right. Exactly. And we read books. that book while we drank that bad beer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, how to brew. Yeah. How, how to brew for dummies. John, yep. John Palmer. Uh, yeah. Yep. Radical brewing. Yeah. Uh, Osher. Yeah. So many of those. So yeah. So we did the whole thing. We we kept going to Defalco's all the time. Mm-hmm. And then one fateful day, we ran into a you know a brewing for the Houston Foam Rangers, and the rest is history. You know, kind of just got into it. Went to All Grain. Kept brewing. Entered our first competition. Uh oh, walked out with a medal, and you just you kind of get the drift. It just keeps going, and you know, upgraded our system, got excited about it, and then. Um, well, there's always the the ambition, right? Yeah. It's, it's yep. just like, yep. you know what? We could go pro with this. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, I feel like uh, you're you're yada yadaing a lot of like, how did we get? Cut to two years. Before, where does Cairo Common come from? Gotcha. <laughs> so I guess. Um, it's so like we had always joked since college, you know, like may, may, maybe one day we'll open up a brewery. But that, that, that was back when we were drinking free Budweiser uh, from Jaime's uh, internship. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so I guess uh, a few years into working our, our oil and gas jobs, like I, I decided to take the leap and then I quit my day job and then went to beer school. I went to Siebel Institute in Chicago and then in uh, Doman's Academy in, uh, in Munich. Uh, with the sole goal of getting into the beer industry. Um, back then, like you said, uh, craft breweries weren't uh, that popular or you didn't have that, 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 that many of them. So I figured the, I guess like the best way to get my foot in the door is to actually get formal, f- formal education. So uh, I did that and um, around that same time, St. Arnold had moved from their warehouse brewery to the, the new downtown location. And fortunately, they're, they're hiring more brewers. And so uh, I returned to Houston after beer school and, and got a job there for about six and a half, seven years. So this is a little known fact, but the first video I ever did at St. Arnold was with Dennis. Really? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it was, uh, and, and, that was that, and now looking back, it was clearly like, yeah, just we'll throw this guy in the fray. <laughs> <laughs> but it was talk about um it was pumpkinator pumpkin right yeah, yeah. Pumpkinator, yeah. Yep. uh and yeah and that's where the whole thing i had been begging st arnold to like i want to do videos for you guys i want to do something mm-hmm. let me in uh, i'll do it for free i'll do it for beer i'll do i'll do uh, you know just anything at the time and then uh that was the first one and then and then lenny was like okay i guess we'll have you do some other stuff maybe we'll pay you <laughs> 
Maybe. <laughs> Good job, Dennis. But that's where it all began. But I remember like just being like, how do I get how do I get into this industry? <laughs> like it's yeah. in Arnold at the time was like the only it was just amazing to think about. Like that's not that long ago. Like, well, and, and yeah, there, there were more, but they all shut down because you know the brew pub wave in like the nineties. There, there were brew pubs around Houston, and they all shut down. And St. Arnold just kept going. Yeah. I mean, well, it's it's it's. I was thinking about this the other day when like, so at one point in like say two thousand seven, someone flies into Houston. And it's like, let's go check out some craft breweries, some craft breweries in the area. All right. What do we got? St. Arnold. What else we got? Oh, that's it. <laughs> uh, you know how wild that is? Like, you know, if you travel anywhere, yeah. like, in the U.S. In the Fort like, City. Like, I, I just did this two-week road trip. And I, well, uh, let me tell you, Topeka's popping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, and it's just like, now there's 70 breweries in Houston. Yeah. Which is... I mean, every neighborhood like is getting one to call it their own. That's why I think like I think like the article about that coming out today, and I think I think Bel Air really is gonna. I think you'll see it, especially coming to the holidays. That Bel Air is gonna get behind you guys because you are Bel Air's historic first. I mean, it's the first craft brewery in Bel Air. I mean, yeah, that's, right? that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, well, that Bel-Air is something brewery. that is something that we talked about several years ago like like what area could use a brewery in bel air's like well there's nothing around there you know but then it's, i don't know like the city politics and stuff that I, that were down here at the time that kind of felt like they were keeping trying to keep that from happening i feel like that's, that's most of these right like like how much work did did uh did the guy Chris over at Backfish have to do to, like, yeah, yeah. to, to get Backfish in Pearland, right? To, to get that Pearland. I know that, that I, I reached out and I was like, hey, I might open up a brewery in Pearland. They're like, no, we, we, we're not even supposed to have two. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that, well, that, yeah, that Val essentially snuck it. Yeah, Megaton and Kingwood's another one. Uh, yeah. Well, same thing with Katie. Like, I, I huh. heard the other day someone was trying to open up a brewery and then it was just like, nah, we don't. We're not looking for more than one, yeah. and it's like it's like, it's like and we have two. I was like, we do. And like, and there's a small like t- like t- yeah. like pilot bats, uh, uh, battle hops. hops, battle hops. Yeah. yeah, that's down the road. It's in a different county though, because K is a tri-county city. So I guess maybe they could have a brewery in every county. Tom just goes over there and puts like a better not sign in the in the yard <laughs> or something. You know, it's like shake oh, my man. fist. Yeah, you know, something just to spray paint a big something all over the place. Like, oh, Katie, man, they're so terrible. It's like, no, it's just Tom. He just doesn't want you to open up another brewery. <laughs> and, uh, I was over there yeah, for the grand opening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but um, Sugarland, same way, right? Sugarland doesn't have a brewery yet. Yet no. they're about uh, to, but they're about to. But like, there's another, uh, there's another brewery that we know that's been trying to expanded to Sugarland, and I was just like, man, when Sugarland hit, gets one brewery, that's all, that's it. I know how the city works. I was spending my entire life there. But uh, but Bel Air now, they have this, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you guys should be just, re- <laughs> we are Bel Air's first brewery. <clears throat> yeah, <know. laughs> for sure. Man, this one that you were talking about that you named after your buddy, mm-hmm. uh, it is really good. Awesome. Bel Air. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like your ABVs are all like right, right in style to or right, 
just where it needs to be for the style. When a lot of breweries are like, no, we're gonna make this pale ale a six percent. It's like, ah, is that is that really a pale ale? <laughs> you know, at that mm-hmm. point. But even the Oktoberfest was like four seven or something. Four point four. That one four, clocked four, in at four four. four. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is which is pretty. Lo- I mean, that's what we wanted to make with that one. Is kind of our little counter common spin on a on an Oktoberfest or a, Mar- a Mertzen, right? It's kind of like they're usually clocking a little higher, but like we want to be able to just crush pint after yes. pint after mm-hmm. pint of that or guy. Or leader. Or leader, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's what we went with four point four. And it, and, you know, and it's got 20 IBUs in it, so it, which are very well, you know, backed up by the by the uh, by the malt backbone in there. So it's pretty, pretty crushable beer, and it goes really well with pretty much all of our food in the menu. Yeah, that's no, it. Must scratch his table. He's got it. sausages, <laughs> a burger, French fries, pretzels, pretzels, pretzel sticks. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good to be producer. In the case of. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that, oh yeah. So he has headphones good. on. Yeah, the 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 case the queso with the pretzels is just. I mean that that is just amazing. Thank you. We, we've done a few uh, shows where you, we we should have said it was we're awesome doing DJ, DJ Mustrads. They're not going to make it to segment three. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this beer so far the three that I've tried have been really good. I know that we went through a bunch and went through all of them for the little soft opening. And, and all the food, too. So. And the food, too. Yeah, we went through all the food. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Rodney Campbell, Cass Brandy. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Rodney. <laughs> Rodney Campbell of Cass Brandy for sponsoring that beer dinner. <laughs> if you need shirts, if you need a hat. <laughs> you guys thought you were going to lose money on that one. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yep. But, um,. Now it's just interesting to, to make that decision. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're, we are going to start a brewery. We are going to open up a, a business. And was Bel Air your first choice, or were you looking at other places? How did, how did, how did you land here? Um, I think, I think we decided that the southwest area of Houston needed a, a brewery of some sort um, because. Agreed. Just like what we talked about. <laughs> Agreed. But, but yep. we weren't, we weren't sure if it's going to be in Bel Air or Marland or Westbury or even like in the Rice Village area. Uh, so we just sort of landed upon this. Uh, we, we had hired a, a realtor at that point and, and we looked around. Uh, we, we looked at LoopNet on the internet and then uh, ultimately like we found this space that it, you know, that, that was opened up. It was next to Blood Brothers Barbecue. It was, it was next door to Dandelion and, and also next door to where, where Bernie's Burger Bus used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, man, mm-hmm. this looks like the perfect spot in Bel Air. You know, we're, we're amongst a bunch of uh, houses, uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of young families. So, um, yeah, like uh, we, 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 both Jaime and I felt that it, it, was, it was a good spot, good, good place for us to uh, set, set, set ground. Oh well, hell yeah! So I used to go to, so myself and Garrett, a uh, uh, good friend of the show, he sponsors uh, uh, the DOA golf tournament, and one of the others, no label. The uh, we both went to school in Maryland. We went to St. Thomas Episcopal, mm-hmm. and so we're very familiar, like like with this area, and like spent like all our developing lives here, uh, mm-hmm. twelve years. Um, and so it's 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 awesome for that area. I mean, you say Westbury and and Myerland and Bel Air. It, it's all a, kind of a blur of the same Dumb. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's all. You don't even know where you're at sometimes. Uh, I mean, these are these are all the same families that hang out together, and 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 it's uh, no, this place needed 
a brewery. But yeah, John and I, we've had, had plenty of conversations about how dry Southwest Houston mm-hmm. is. Uh, sure. We've mm-hmm. had conversations mm-hmm. with uh, the Robert over at Elder Sons. He actually lives in this area. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. And, yep. And, and and he's just like, and he he's talking about like maybe like eventually like put in a tasting room out here or something. He's like he's like Myerland needs it. This area needs it because like because uh, it's so. I live in Sugarland. The closest brewery to me is Texas Leader. Outside of Texas Leader, I might as well either be going all the way to Valentin's or all the way to No Label. I must like, say back to yeah, No Label. Like, I mean, it's because it really now I'm in a 26-minute. At least you guys like, came around now. It's like, oh, it's only 15 minutes from Sugarland. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not bad at all. Like the, uh, But it's just this, it's a weird region of Houston that's this absent. It's empty. It, it, it so, is. Southwest cor- or uh, the southeast corridor is blowing up, kind of mm-hmm. like where John lives, and yeah. kind of on that uh, Nobi uh, mm-hmm. kind of side, Clear Lake, uh, and then Cypress and Spring. Just, yeah, nutty. <laughs> they're on fire. <laughs> yes. The, uh, but but the, the Southwest area of Houston, like it was, it it needs some identity. I think craft craft breweries kind of bring it and. We, are, we, we keep hearing that from from people who come visit us here in the area. It's like, hey, we've been we we needed this. We wanted something like this forever, and now we're here. So, you know, people keep coming out, and I mean, the space is great. The space is, is is big. We have a nice breezeway where you know we try to build a family friendly place so that you know kids can go run up and down, you know, the breezeway, have fun. Um, this used to be the old uh, what's it called the sunshine sunshine, sunshine resale shop. Resale shop. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So people, a lot of people walk by and they're like. Is this the resale shop? I was like, yep, that's yeah. what it used to be. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you guys put it. a lot of work into it. That's that's absolutely clear. Yep, thank you. <laughs> well, let's take a break. Uh, we are talking with Jaime Robles, Desiree, Counter Common, Beer Works, and Bel Air. This is Drink of Age Radio. I'm out of beer. Let's take a break. friends down in Dickinson is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. KT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KTWellness.com. Hey guys, Robbie Harl from Backview Brewing here. Just dropping in to tell you about our new seasonal, Kingsbrow. A German Fest beer, perfect for Oktoberfest season, but still can handle this Texas heat. Available through the end of September, but while supplies last. So don't sleep on it, go out and grab you some. Cheers. At True Anomaly Brewing, our greatest achievement lives in knowing that everything we've learned is yours to enjoy. While it may not be rocket science, we brew with the same detail and dedication learned while running mission operations for NASA. Taking risks is part of our DNA. We don't take them just to say we did, we take them because of the result. Bold brews we're proud to share with fellow adventure seekers. True Anomaly Brewing. Beer for the explorers. Get your tickets now for Wild West Brew Fest, voted number one beer fest in North America by BeerYeti.com for multiple years in a row. 
weekend starts November 3rd for the K-Town Showdown. Friday, November 4th is the official launch party. And Saturday, November 5th is the festival. Over 500 beers from over 60 breweries, live music, lots of food, games, and three days of good times. Discounted hotels and tickets can be found at wildwestbrewfest.com. You do not want to miss it. wildwestbrewfest.com. Hey, Houston, this is Bryce with 11 Below Brewing. I'd like to invite you to come out and see us. We're located just outside the Beltway up by Willowbrook Mall. We're open Thursday and Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon as well. And if you're lucky, you might even get a hug from Jeff while you're here. If you're looking for some great little fun beer to beat this Houston heat, Taco Tuesday is our jam. Got a little bit of lime and salt, super refreshing, and crushes this summer heat. You can find it at your local grocery stores and liquor stores. Check us out on social media at Lembelo Brewing. Hey, it's James from Ingenious Brewing Company up in Humble, Texas. We are a small batch brewery open Wednesday through Monday with an air-conditioned tap room, hosting weekly trivia, monthly art markets, and many more family and pet-friendly events. Not in the mood for a delicious beer? Try one of our hard seltzers or a local cider or wine. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for a daily update on our tap list and daily events. Can't make it to the tap room? Just look for us at your local HEB, Specs, or any fine craft beer retailer. Cheers. Dennis Reed hanging out. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> the queso with the pretzels. I I took one when the, when Muskrat wasn't looking, broke it in <laughs> half. Like scooped as much as of it, everything out of it as I can. It's been sitting there for a little bit, so you know it's not super runny, so I could really get a good scoop. Uh-huh. And there was like a sweetness in there, and so I went back with another pretzel to try to figure out what that was. <laughs> Well, you had to. It's science, yeah, I right? mean, it is. At this experiment. point, it's a very good experiment. It's for, um, you know, my documentary. <laughs> on quesos? Yes, on quesos. It's <laughs> pretty good. Traveling queso documentary. <laughs> so the beer's great. Uh, John John is now drinking what I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Copy and paste. Copy, Copy and paste, paste. Two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Nice. Uh, a series. Yeah. So is copy and paste coming back? <laughs> like the first one? Is that how it's going to work? Or uh, so I guess the first one we we used uh, what was it? Eldorado Citra, Idaho Seven, Idaho Seven hops in that one, and then um, the copy our hazy IPA. Two. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a hazy IPA. Um, we're sort of poking fun at uh, breweries that like to brew a lot of copy or uh, a lot of hazy IPAs in the oh. sense that. You, you find one grain bill that you know is you know it, it works really well, and then basically you can use any hop combo and swap it out, and then uh, copy paste. Yeah, that yep. just sounds familiar. Ne- next, uh, next one. Familiar. Maybe we'll, more we'll, familiar we'll, for you, John. <laughs> <re-brand it. laughs> Familiarity. So, uh, it, it's just just a little. It's just a little poking of, of uh, yeah. It's but basically it, it's it's a really good beer. It's it's, it's really well made. Um, but like we can we can have this as a series. Uh, we got number two. Uh, next up, we, we actually brewed uh, a hazy double IPA uh, this past Monday. Uh, that one's called Right Click Save As. Uh, <laughs> and that could also turn into another series, too. Sure. Uh, so. well, I can't wait for Spindle Tab to launch the, the beer series called How Dare You. I didn't name names. I, I just name said, and uh, names. Name and names on the radio. That would be a gr- that would be a great that would be a great uh, name for a beer though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I bet if we looked it up, somebody's already named something that. Oh sure. 
Naming a beer is hard, hard anyway. Oh, that's the hardest part of brewing. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Yeah, making a beer, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, here it is. What are we going to name it? Ah, <laughs> let's, There's, all right, uh, let's go. We're having a meeting at nine and we're not leaving for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some brewery, John. Maybe at some brewery, John, they have meetings. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just a guy on a phone. <laughs> Random uh-huh. name generator. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know everyone I know label, they just have to suffer whatever comes in my head. Whatever name you come <laughs> yeah, up yeah, with. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so, that's funny. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, there's this one time we have, we have this it, delicious Imperial Pale Lager. Uh, and everyone who's trying to like out of the bright was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, this, it's amazing. <laughs> And then um, it, it, they were like, okay. Uh, the head brewer is like, say, I want to call it uh, Creatures of the Sea. And I was like, no, man. I can't, I, you can't call this beer Creatures of the Sea. He's like, well, why not? It's a play on XYZ. And I was like, no, I can't, I can't market Creatures of the Sea. You, you know how good this beer is? It's like, it's like yeah, the beer was just kind of like, blah, you know, whatever. It's like, well. He's like, I guess you would just, and we have a bartender whose mom uh, is at the brewery a lot. He's like, I guess you just want to call it Kevin's mom. And like that, I was like, I can market the yeah. out of Kevin's mom. <laughs> and then Kevin's mom became one of our top selling beers and brands. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But like, so some, you know, sometimes it, you know, it's uh, the, the like beer names are always interesting because sometimes there's these. It's heavy, heavy, heavily personalized, kind of like some of your beer names. Yeah, like thanks yeah. a lot, Urchik. Yeah. 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 Then other times it's just kind of like, or it's a play on the industry, like copy paste, mm. or, or, or it's just like someone. Remember years ago at Four Band Brewing, uh, may they rest in peace. Remember Carl Norberg, DJ Fermented, who now <laughs> helps out on the audio side. Like he had a beer, and he just like he was just like, ah, it's just another fucking pumpkin beer. And, it, and they called it another effing pumpkin beer. <laughs> and I was like, that's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's a great name. Yeah, because it's right. But it is part of, it's this whole, like, craft beer dance. You guys kind of like. Yeah. 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 yeah you're not just making beer. You're also. You got to be able to market, market it right. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Call it right. I mean, we have one, our Kolsch, called uh, Nine, Nine Shot and Freud. Yep. You know, it's fun, you know, listening to people pronounce it, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a mouthful, but I was watching uh, uh, Ted Lasso a few months ago, and we got the name for it uh, from there. Uh, Ted Lasso was basically t- uh, telling his team, you know, nine, nine Schadenfreude, nine Schadenfreude, which, you know, basically means, you know, don't, don't wish ill on, on anyone else, uh, you know, o- only good vibes. So I was like, hey, that could be a good, it's a good name. Could, could be a good beer name. So, you know, like we... And it wasn't yeah. taken. Yeah. Uh, not, not that I know of. Which is always a thing. Yeah. Wait for it. Yeah, I mean, you name it, CND, you're like, ah, okay, or, you're bigger than me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you win. Exactly. We, we have a beer called Hop Solo. Um, uh, and then Sierra Nevada came out with a beer called Hop Solo. Uh, um, they haven't done anything yet. I think the only reason this has happened is because their regional rep. Uh, a guy named Gustavo Vicente, uh, not to drop names, the, uh, 
he worked for us beforehand. I have this okay. great collage of him at a Hop Solo Pint Night for No Label, then the Hop Solo Pint Night at Sierra Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, how dare you? And, and he's like, you know, we have a deal with Disney World, right? I was just like, so I mean, you want to go to war is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to war. You should send a cease and desist. He's <laughs> like, Jim Adler's got some coupons in the... <laughs> <laughs> Did he do that? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, if anyone's going to win, it's going to be Jim. The Texas Hammer. <laughs> Texas Hammer. <laughs> and his son, the also Texas Hammer. Who, uh, side note, uh, they are, uh, they live like, they're like a Rice Village, Maryland family. Are they? Uh, I, I, yeah, I went to school with Billy back in the day, the, 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 the Texas, the other Texas Hammer. <laughs> And, like, he would tell stories of, like, yeah, he, my dad would come up and be like, I'm trying out this thing for, like, TV. I'm going to be the Texas Hammer. It's like, Dad, please don't do this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we, we, we should be talking about, it. like, attorneys that advertise on TV on this show. Because hey, that's, that's, like, almost asking for trouble. <laughs> that's where the ad is coming. Just tell them how, how good they are, how good those commercials are, Tom. Uh, I mean, they're great. I, pa- I passed a billboard on the way here uh, from Dallas. I was like, oh, this guy's got a far reach. Yeah. It's <laughs> the biggest hammer. I think, I think the, the best one going on now, and he's actually running for something. I'm not exactly sure where it is, city council or something, but Eric Dick. Oh, and, yes. And so back in the, in the day, you flip through, and you'd be like, you need a lawyer? Hire a dick. Eric Dick. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. Yes. Oh, wow. Devastating is around, and so, he's an old punk rock guy from Houston. So it's just yeah, and he turned attorney. So what do you guys got planned for like uh, the rest of the year? Like because we're finally coming out of summer. Mm-hmm. So what, what can we expect like 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 from you guys going forward? We've got a dark lager yeah right now in the tank, just sitting there conditioning, being happy with the yeast. Um, it's our again, it's a dark lager. It's not a dunkel. Not a Schwartz beer. Mm-hmm. Just it's a good old dark chocolate lager, you know, for for that time when you know starts to cool down. Um, got a blonde coming out uh, also very soon, mm-hmm. and shortly after that, that big old Dippa that we brewed that uh, gave us a good old time in the with the hop strainers. Oh yeah, plugged the bejesus yeah, we, out of them. Yeah. So, so who's back? In, is, is it? Are both you guys in the brew house? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So Dennis is the head brewer, and I kind of help him out, yeah. monitor stuff. Measure things, keep an eye on stuff. Who manages like your tap room and all, that, and all that? I'm sorry. Who manages like your tap room and all? That? So we have um, Andy Pinkerton is our general manager. Okay. So yeah, yeah, and uh, he kind of runs uh, the show out here in the the restaurant side of things. Um, in our kitchen, Chef Iggy Iggy Oliveira, he runs. He's our executive chef. He runs Man. all that stuff I in mean, the back. Just starting off, you guys open a brewery, open a restaurant, open a bar. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's a lot. Well, usually people yeah, scale into these things. Scale, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's gonna ramp up, which makes sense, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every once no in a while, we think no like, whatsoever. Uh, in, in hindsight, you know. But uh, no, yeah, go we, hard we, or go we home. Just went, just <laughs> I'm forward, with you. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so we wanted to offer you know, all along. Going back to this, kind of the genesis of counter common. I mean, we always want to do beer and food. So brew pubs. Whenever we went traveling, you know, doing those beer trips, we always ended up at a brew pub first, and we always want to do that beer and food. And then Excellent. we ended up with a, with a, uh, you know, <clears throat> random breweries, you know, 
trying their whales and whatnot. But we always wanted to do the beer and food stuff. While we were home brewing, we would do uh, beer and food tastings. Like we would oh, yeah. brew a bunch of, of beers, bottle them, fill up our chest freezer with bottles, and then kind of hundreds run of bottles, hundreds of bottles, and and you know invite friends over. A lot of times to Dennis's apartment, which didn't fit everyone. Uh, but you know, we would we would we would walk him through a pairing and a you know beer descriptions. We would do that that whole stuff. Yeah. Well, that was well, that was. Well, awesome. there's an idea. Are you guys gonna try to pull off like a a curated kind of beer dinner experience or something like that in the future? Yeah, I, yeah I think that's eventually. What, yeah, that's yeah. one of the things that we're working with with Chef Iggy about uh, putting together a, an event event like that. Yeah, maybe, like maybe like, event like invite a, a another chef from another place. You know. Uh, Heck, so something on a, on a Tuesday and Wednesday for like yeah. a, a premium ahead, you know? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you guys have the facility to like to, to pull that stuff off where a lot of breweries in Houston don't. You know, there's only... There, I mean, because re- realistically, there are only a handful of breweries in Houston that actually have a kitchen. Mm-hmm. At, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it's it, it, it's a big operation. It definitely is. I mean, because you're running two things. You're doing you're running the brewery, and then you're running the the kitchen, the the restaurant, restaurant side of things, right? So. Just a, a lot of staff, a lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of a whole lot of yes, correct is correct. what it is. I believe they call that overhead. Yes, <laughs> they call that overhead. That's right. That's right. And all the beer has to pair well with the food, and the food has to work well with the beer. And Iggy and Dennis kind of talked together. Like, hey, we're here's what we're gonna do, and mm-hmm. you know, we use we use our beer as well in the in some of the ingredients as an ingredient in, in our sauce. Well, it's and also batter, probably so. kind of hard for for them as well because and it made with you guys because you know like oh we want to do all this crazy stuff, but then you can't you can't go crazy on one side, not crazy on the other side, right? You, you've got to find that balance on the tap wall to what you have on the menu, and what's your for menu? Sure. Your menu you offer a lot. I mean the Korean fried chicken. I mean, for like I said, the the uh, man, the chicken wings. The, I mean, the bowels, tacos, the bowels, you know, yeah. Wings, uh, yeah, the the fried chicken, the Pats tacos, the, the the pretzels, uh, the queso, yeah. uh, the, the wok <laughs> offerings. I mean, we have a wok station back there. I mean, fried rice, patsy you, mm-hmm. pat kapow, all that stuff. You know, it's everything is is made to order pretty much, which is which is that's part part of the experience. Yeah, the experience is good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, and it's just, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love all of it, but especially I love that just the area has something that can kind of get behind. A little badass place to get behind. Yeah. I, I don't know, like like beer. Beer is. I still enjoy a lot of beer, right? And, mm-hmm. and but but there's so much good beer out there. Hi, me, Dennis, man. Thanks for having us out, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, badass spot down here in Bel Air. Thank you. Appreciate that, John. Thank you. Thanks for coming out and. Yeah, it was a great time. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for giving Bel Air something to kind of rally behind. I think every place needs a every, every place needs a craft brewery to call their own. Absolutely, and it's cutting this short because there is a plate of chicken wings sitting. Yeah, we have to get to on Muskrat's <laughs> table. We got to get those before he does. <laughs> but now I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Drinking Bages Radio. Again, check out Counter Common. Look them up uh, on all social medias and everything for events, hours, and all the fun stuff. But if you haven't been out here, definitely come by and check them out, man. Kick out spot. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. Uh, where else, Tom? 
Um, the deep web, the dark web, uh, Pornhub, it's everywhere but Spotify because they they told us no because we play a lot of music during the show. So Spotify uh, is like the only one that said no, but the rest of it's all online. Uh, you want to find the juicy stuff? Yeah, Pornhub. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to everybody next week. Right.